Are you out there doing your best to get on with life? Because, as you already know, it's what you make of your life that really counts. And sometimes having a few shortcuts to help you on your way can be very useful. The NLP Matters podcast might just be the toolbox you need to focus your attention, your effort, your drive onto what really does make the difference. Built on the foundation of neuro-linguistic programming, the NLP Matters podcast offers proven recipes you can use to create and sustain your life your way. G'day and welcome to the NLP Matters podcast. I'm your host, Joe Clark. Over the last few podcasts, we've been delving into the detail of the NLP five success principles. And in our last episode, our focus was on the second and third of these principles, taking action and sensory acuity. Because obviously we have to get off the couch and take action. And we also have to make sure we can see if we're on track or not, if we're hoping to achieve the success we've decided we wanna have. Today, we'll look closely at the next of the five success principles, and that is behavioral flexibility. We already know that as successful people, we have to invest time, effort, and imagination to ensure we meet the first of the five success principles, knowing our outcome. We also know that no goal can be reached without delivering on the second of the five principle, targeted action. And the important word here is the one describing the action. It is targeted action. And whilst taking this action, it's absolutely vital that we bring in the third of the five success principles, sensory acuity. It's only when we use our sensory acuity that we can check, am I on course or off? If we're on course, all good, rock on. Keep taking the action you've been doing. However, if we discover we're not on course, we're not hitting the markers that confirm we're moving towards our destination, then we must bring in the fourth of the five success principles, behavioral flexibility. Have you ever found yourself busily beavering away to get your work finished, believing that it will produce a particular result, so you're focusing on the work and you really pump it out? Only to find in the end, the work you have done was not producing the result you thought it would. Or even worse, it's taken you way off track and left you with even more to do. In the last podcast, I talked about flying my plane. And I'm sure you can appreciate that as a pilot, I'm pretty keen to make sure I stay on track. When I'm flying my plane, I have a destination in mind, just like people have developed their outcome or their goals. And I'm taking action, flying the plane. And of course, I have the appropriate sensory awareness. I'm looking outside and I'm checking where I'm flying in relation to the map to figure out if I'm on track or not. I'm using all my senses and my thinking to take in information that relates to me actually arriving at the destination I plan to get to. Now, to make sure I do get to that destination when I'm flying, I need to consider a few important factors. For example, both wind speed and wind direction will affect which way I need to point the plane and how fast I'll be going and how much fuel I'm using on the way. 
And I, I reckon you can agree that which way I'm pointing the plane, how fast the plane is going, and how much fuel I've got left in the tanks are pretty important considerations that will have an impact directly on my capacity to reach my destination on time, or perhaps even at all. Let's just say the wind is stronger than I predicted, or maybe it's coming from a slightly different direction. That means I may need to work out, do I need to make an extra stop for fuel, or perhaps I might even need to land somewhere that I hadn't planned and stay the night because I'm going to run out of daylight. Or I might be running out of fuel before I get there. In other words, I need to have the flexibility to change my behaviour so I can still ensure that ultimately I will achieve my goal. I remember once flying across the Nullarbor with my dad in the plane and it wasn't too long after we left Kalgoorlie that I realised the headwind was a lot stronger than what I'd planned for. But with a few quick checks, I thought, no, this is okay. I'm still getting a good ground speed. So we should be able to make it to the airstrip in a little place called Forest, which is way, it's about halfway between Adelaide and Perth. So this little place is really in the middle of nowhere. And that's where we were heading for to spend the night. Now, what happened was, as we got further and further into our journey, the wind was actually getting stronger. So instead of getting the 110 knots that I'd planned for, I was only getting about 95 knots ground speed, which is considerably slower. And I was beginning to get quite nervous about running out of daylight before we managed to arrive at our destination. So I had to really be thinking and planning on the way. What am I going to do? Should I turn around and go back to Kalgoorlie? And when I looked at that, the distance was just too far. I definitely wouldn't have made it back to Kalgoorlie before sunset. So instead, I pressed ahead. And we needed to be really, really clear about making sure we kept on track. Because if we got off track, we were only going to add even more time. It was certainly an opportunity for me to really exercise my behavioural flexibility and keep my focus on staying on track so we reached our destination. And I want you to imagine for a moment being a passenger on a plane where a pilot did not use their behavioural flexibility. Instead, when they realised that they weren't getting the ground speed they expected or perhaps they were off track, they panicked and said, oh my God, we're off track, and they gave up. And they said, I'm so sorry, I've always been a hopeless pilot. And they told you about all the times they've failed in flying. How would you be feeling as the passenger on that plane? Do you think you might be getting a little bit worried about whether or not you'd survive the trip? In the context of flying a plane, we can see quite clearly how behavioural flexibility is vital and essential in order to be able to successfully achieve a goal when we're confronted with changed wind or changed conditions. And yet, for so many other goals, we all have probably fallen into the trap of believing that because an obstacle presents itself, which requires us to make a detour or an adjustment or push out a time frame, that it proves that we can't achieve our goals or that it's not worthwhile setting goals or that we're no good at producing the results we want to have. Once we go down that rabbit hole, 
we then end up in a position where we're constantly proving ourselves right and maybe even sabotaging future efforts to achieve our goals. And we wouldn't want to do that. So it's vitally important that we embrace this concept of behavioral flexibility. And put simply, behavioral flexibility is your capacity to take all the available information that's relevant to your goal or outcome and assess what is working and what is not, and then make decisions and appropriate adjustments in your behavior and your actions so that you align with bringing you even closer to your goal. Just like flying, if you're off track, you need to adjust your track to recapture the route and make sure you arrive at your destination. The key word here is flexibility. Successful people know the value of being flexible. They know that the more flexible they are, the more choice they have, and the more they're able to adapt to changes in circumstances, even in the external environment. Now, it doesn't mean being so flexible that you don't follow any system or structure, but it does mean bringing in the flexibility to adjust when you're noticing that you're off track. In fact, in NLP, we have a name for this. It's called the Law of Requisite Variety. It's one of the NLP presuppositions that form the compass that guides NLP practitioners in our work. The Law of Requisite Variety says... The person with the most flexibility controls the system. And this is a law that applies in systems theory. One of the things this flexibility requires is the willingness to change. Some people talk about change being challenging. They focus on being uncomfortable with change, especially constant change or too much change. And there's even a phenomenon called change fatigue that we might have heard of once or twice perhaps. We might have even had the experience of it. (laughs) Successful people, however, have a different relationship and different beliefs about change. They recognize change as an essential part of the human condition. In every moment of our life, change is a constant companion. Whether the change is unconscious, like changing the oxygen levels in our blood, or conscious changes, like making decisions. Successful people know change is inevitable and part of having a healthy and sustainable life. For them, changes are all about the process of growing. So from this perspective, there's a minimal fear or resistance to change. Rather, it's about anticipating and embracing change, maybe even a bit of excitement and a sense of adventure there. Now, when I'm out flying my plane, I'm always on the lookout for things that are changing. The weather, the wind, speed, the wind direction, the light, air traffic, birds, anything that requires me to change my behaviour. And that's what keeps me safe. And it's the same when we're in the process of achieving any goal. I can pretty much guarantee that behavioural flexibility is going to be required of you. In fact, I can't think of any example where this principle hasn't been crucial to the success and achievement of someone's goal. And once you adopt this attitude of curiosity about change and flexibility, it just makes achieving your goal so much easier because all you're doing is responding to feedback without the emotional baggage of beating yourself up because things so far haven't turned out exactly as you might have expected. I met a woman once when I was up in Sydney doing some training and she's a property developer. Now she's one of those amazing success stories 
who literally came to Australia with $50 in her pocket and worked her backside off and succeeded in the property market. At one point, she owned about 10 properties, acquiring each one as she paid down the principal on the last one. But it still meant she had 10 mortgages. And this was in the 1980s. And for those of us who were around in the 1980s, we might remember what happened with the interest rates then. They went absolutely through the roof, over 17%. And she was no longer able to service the mortgage payments. So ultimately, she lost the lot. When I heard her story, I thought, oh my God, that must have been terrible. I couldn't imagine something so horrific. But this delightful lady said to me, Joanne, I realised I'd learned how to build amazing wealth. Now I just have to learn how to keep it. So she just started again, adjusting her behaviour in the light of what she had learned. And yes, she has been successful in rebuilding her wealth. The lesson was, regardless of what happens, it's only feedback, pure and simple, just a lesson to learn from, then get back on the horse. That's behavioural flexibility. We can see this attitude in so many successful people, people who have gone for their goals and achieved them. Entrepreneurs, families, sports people, when they tell their stories of success, we can hear over and over that they only could do what they did because they bought sufficient behavioural flexibility to adjust and adapt whilst all the time remaining focused on their main goal. Even the great basketball player Michael Jordan in the documentary about his life talks about when he was cut from his college basketball team. Sure, he was upset and disappointed, but he just used that disappointment to refocus his energy. He spent that summer working and training hours and hours every day to be better. His goal required it. And within only a few years, he was the most exciting basketball prospect in the country. Different people express their setbacks in different ways. Richard Branson says that failure is an essential part of business. In other words, when things don't turn out how you plan, you have a choice. Either learn and grow or go into despair and retreat. The path to being a goal-setting and goal-achieving machine lies in our readiness to accept that it is stepping up, learning from the feedback and making the changes needed. It is bringing behavioural flexibility that will allow us to deliver and achieve the ultimate outcomes we want. With the end in mind, we constantly evaluate our actions to ensure they are taking us closer to the goal. So remember, the person with the greatest behavioural flexibility controls the system. Aim to be like metal that is strong because it is also malleable and flexible. It can have so many uses unlike the other rigid materials that snap and break. There is always more than one way to achieve an outcome. Recognise that we do have choices moment to moment as we decide how to act next and choose behavioural flexibility in response to the feedback we're getting as we calibrate our progress. Having behavioural flexibility can and will bring you closer to your goals. So learn to go with the flow, roll with the punches, leap ahead with the unforeseen opportunities that being adaptive, resilient, versatile, elastic and pliable brings you and enjoy your success. 
Join me over the next episode as we continue to explore the five principles of success and how they can become the roadmap for designing a life that you love. In our next episode, we'll focus on the last of the five principles for success, adopting the physiology and psychology of excellence. Stay awesome and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Wow, thanks for showing up and listening in. We would love to hear from you. Send your thoughts, ideas or questions via email to joanne at destinypursuit.com.au. Now it's time to take today's recipe out into your own life. Notice the differences that show up as you apply it. We'd love to hear how you are progressing with your new approach.